0: You might hear the cat in the background being an asshole. Okay, that's all right. If so, I apologize for the asshole in the room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello, yeah. countdown's on, motherfucker. You. Countdown
0: yes. to what? <laughs> Countdown to sitting crooked with a
1: new scar. <laughs> 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 oh. Sitting crooked with a baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One
0: boob out, one baby on hip, one kid running around without pants.
1: Yeah, this has become the parenting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Crooked parenting
0: That's right So this is a podcast with the uncomfortable That's Jenna and I'm Angie And we talk about all kinds of weird crazy shit
1: Yeah And this week because Angie is birthing another Offspring We <laughs> thought we would talk about one of the ultimate Uncomfortables for women which is Labor pregnancy. And pregnancy oh. <laughs> Birth <laughs> labor, <laughs> All encompassing all the
0: reproducing. There we go. All the reproducing, but not the fun part. Just, the,
1: <laughs> just the consequences. <laughs> the loud, screaming, tearing consequences. Jesus God. God. All um, right. I'd also like to just point out that I'm recording in a garage, which is really <laughs> creepy at night
0: Ooh. because
1: I live in. I don't know why this is worse, but I live in the country. And I'm convinced that someone is just roaming around and will open the garage door and join me in here because they know that I'm here. It's me. (laughs) So... Show up
0: at your door. uh, Ugh. So, yeah.
1: I've I've locked the door, but I left because I forgot headphones. So I left the door unlocked to the garage. And then I was like, oh, my God. What if someone snuck in while I went back inside to get headphones oh Oh my god it's like the same feeling when you're convinced that someone's hiding in your backseat of your car while you're driving yep it's that same feeling except there's a lot more places to hide in a giant garage full of random crap so if I die (laughs) okay (laughs) if I go missing that's why okay Mm Hmm. Um, at least, person in garage, wait until, <laughs> wait until the podcast's over. <laughs> wait until we say good at the end, and then it's fine. <laughs> but, but don't actually hurt Jenna, because... No. Just make your presence known, and then walk away slowly. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this inconvenient? Okay, I'll murder you later. <laughs> We're doing our ten seconds of silence. Can you murder me later? <laughs> Can you just fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording a show here. <laughs> oh my god. alright. Do we have any updates or anything? I, I don't think so. No, I do not. Okay. Okay. Well this is this is the ultimate update, the baby update.
0: Oh yeah. Baby's coming on Monday.
1: <laughs> on Monday, which... which will be yesterday. Yeah. So the baby's here. <laughs> the baby's here. Hooray. <laughs> Oh, that's a
0: weird thing. <laughs> Usually like, I've, I've gotten used to the whole like timeline adjustment thing. Like yeah. we're supposed to stay, we record whatever. But now I'm like, oh right, this is like a life changing thing that's <laughs> 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 Oh yeah, that'll
1: that whole birth thing. Yep. Ugh. Sweet. Um so yeah, I figured I figured we'd start with me asking you all the things I want to know, all the awkward things I want to know about pregnancy and birth. And I'm sure it will just take on a life of its own in our usual conversational banter style. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. What do you want to know? Um, I guess I have some specific questions, but let's start generic. Okay. What, what physically about pregnancy surprised you the most? Oh, like did something hurt that you weren't expecting to hurt or did something feel (laughs) good that you weren't expecting to feel good or just anything like what I I feel like there's so many preconceptions about like, oh, yeah, your back's going to hurt and this is going to happen and this is going to happen. Was there anything where you were just like, what the fuck is this now? No one told me about this. I think
0: (laughs) there's a couple and I I'm going to reference this pregnancy probably more because I'm living it. Yeah, but. Um, in terms of things that feel good, I might, this might be a bit of a cop-out again. I'm the queen of cop-outs. <laughs> but, like, um, libido is definitely, like, way up there in the, uh, like, mid, <laughs> the, the mid-trimester. <laughs> um, um, like, halfway through the pregnancy, like, it's, it's very, um, good everything feels good everything's super sensitive everything is just like
1: i'm 15 again <laughs> um, i'm 15 and, pregnant. <laughs> 15 and pregnant the ultimate feel good
0: oh god that just scares me that pregnant teenagers must be the horniest people alive fuck i never thought of that um <laughs>
1: Also, just in case it wasn't clear, um, Angie is well-equipped to talk about the subject because she has a two-year-old son already and is extremely pregnant with her second child. So she's been around the block. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if there's one thing I know, it's babies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In terms of things that surprised me, uh, I'd say, like, ligament pain, round ligament pain, is something that feels worse than it actually is it's kind of like a stabbing pain that can go anywhere from like your labia up to like beneath your ribs mm. and it feels like a sharp kind of stab not like a period cramp but like a stitch but the like the later you get into pregnancy um it it can feel like you've just like taken <laughs> taken like the best pounding of your life. But <laughs>
1: Mid trying frog after, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's just like it it comes and goes at random intervals. it felt like like your labia is bruised or something, and it's not <laughs> so yeah. was, I guess that was
1: surprising <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. um. Okay, we got to talk about boobs. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> your t- your tits are out of control. <laughs> and I'm like, how does she even... I can't... Like, you and I are both naturally pretty big-chested, so, like, we go through the normal stuff that, you know, the Cs, Bs, and regular Ds of the world don't have to deal with. Yeah. But, like, I don't even understand your size at this point. How do you deal with that? I... Sweat a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um
0: Yeah. It, you just kind of have to find anything that works to hold them in place and go from there. Like with my first pregnancy, I went up two cup sizes. And after I was done breastfeeding, I went down three. <laughs> and now I feel like I've, I've gone up again, but I just don't, I, I don't know. You kind of just have to. Figure them out and fortunately nursing bras are like three sizes bigger than um, Normal like the normal range of bras at any generic place
1: I once accidentally tried on a nursing bra. I thought it was a regular bra and then one of the (laughs) cups popped off and I was like, Oh my God, I broke it. I ripped it. Do I buy it? Do I just put it back and pretend nothing happened? And then I looked to try and find the price to see how much I've just cost myself. And then I realized it was a nursing bra and I was like, Oh, it makes sense for the baby's face. It's supposed to rip off.
0: (laughs) I don't know what that reminds me of, but there's some, like, (laughs) toy from my youth that reminds me of. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, it's, yeah. They kind of, like, support just kind of goes out the window. You just kind of keep them as contained as you can.
1: So, are they super sore? Because, like, PMS style, like, my boobs get so freaking sore. What's that like throughout pregnancy?
0: Um, it's, they're sore at first, like, when you first start, like, all the hormones start coming through. Like, the first trimester sucks, because mm-hmm. that's that's kind of, like, period 2.0, <laughs> <laughs> except the opposite. Um, later on, it's not so bad, but breastfeeding is the worst fucking thing.
1: Tell me all about it. Oh my god, okay, so, like,
0: so you have a baby and your milk doesn't necessarily come in right away. Like you produce something called colostrum, which is uh, like high in nutrients for the baby, but it's not your actual milk. When your milk comes in, like I'm afraid that my boobs are going to be bigger than my fucking head when my milk comes in for this one, because it just like everything expands and it's they look like fake porn star boobs. Like they just they just get big and veiny and like hard like basketballs and they hurt so goddamn much until that baby jumps on and then it's fine <laughs> <They> Just <laughs> kind of like they take away a bit of
1: the pain <laughs> what, what was it yeah,
0: yeah yeah what
1: what was it like the first time you breastfed successfully
0: oh it was i don't know it just it felt it's hard to remember, but I think it was just such a natural thing that it just, it happened, and he latched on right away, and it was like, okay. <laughs> um, the first time, I think a more satisfying answer would be, like, the first time I, like, my boobs were engorged and, like, hard as rocks, and he he jumped on, and, um, like, I had my first letdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relief of that was just I don't know it was amazing (laughs) It's like the most satisfying
1: thing in the world it's like like, a boob gasm really
0: though because like anything like just brushing against them would hurt Mm -hmm. when they were full and hard like that like right now they're still squishy and like whatever they're building milk things
1: (laughs) Building their strength.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're just beefing up. <laughs> um, but, like, once they actually, like, once the milk comes in and it, it makes them hard, it's just, it sucks. Like, that is the worst. Like, forget period pain boobs. Like, just stiff and terrible. And, like, even the slightest little brush is the worst. It's like having your nipples pierced. not not that you would know but
1: (laughs) (laughs) not sure what I it changes everything (laughs) it changes everything oh my god (laughs) um nipple rawness and bleeding and all that kind of stuff I've heard horror stories any experience oh I've never had that oh so my my old boss's wife had they had their first daughter uh, about four years ago And she had such a terrible time breastfeeding that she was just like raw. It was like very little milk coming out for the length and like pressure and suction and all that stuff. She tried breast pumps and obviously like a normal latch and all that. And she was just like raw and cracked and bleeding nonstop that she just, she gave up on breastfeeding Oh, because she couldn't stand it. She was like bleeding through her bras.
0: Oh my God. That's yeah. like running a marathon, like when they have to take
1: like in the office. <laughs> I, I did not know that w- that was a real thing. I thought that was just like Andy from The Office being Andy from The Office. But my one of my friends, her husband, she, he runs like triathlons and shit all the time. And I asked him about it. And I was like, is that a real thing? And he was like, yeah, why wouldn't it be? He was like, oh, yeah, I thought so. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: i know thomas like thomas's dad um did the same thing and he was just i'm like he's like yeah yeah they have to do that they have to tape them down with band-aids i'm like what no that's no that's stupid why would you
1: what just wear a bra well yeah and then and then um like Z at work. He started running and whatnot about about a year ago, and he was complaining about it. And I did. I said the same thing. I was like, Oh my god! I thought that was like just a funny thing. And he was like, No, no, no. And I was like, Oh, you know what you do? He was like, Oh my god, what? And I'm like, You get a really good sports bra. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Fuck you! I thought you were actually going to give me advice. And I was like, Hey, if you're not man enough to wear a sports bra, that's your problem,
0: right? Like, then deal with your chap nipples, asshole, right? <laughs> But that I can just think of, like if you have really, really tiny nipples, you can get those little like the circle band aids. That's
1: fucking weird. Like it just—I don't know. Oh, or like the pasties for like burlesque shows with the tassels on them. <laughs> yeah, it's all the tassels. <laughs> so they just like floop, floop, floop around when you run. What? Yeah. What's that like? Like chat? I don't know. nipples
0: seems like a terrible thing. I mean, like, not breastfeeding, notwithstanding, because I know that's, I mean, with your experience with your boss's wife, your ex-boss's wife, and, like, other women, I just, I got off really easy, and I know that. It's just,
1: ah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've ever... Because, like, I guess combined... Imagine the worst chapped lips you ever had and the sensitivity you're describing with your breasts and then, like, smoosh them together. Yeah, but I've had a needle go through my nipples, so I don't know. <laughs> it's a different kind of pain, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's more of, like, an, like the nipple piercing thing is more, like, internal Yeah. than external.
1: And there's yeah, nothing really like, not, right. well. Yeah. It's not raw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay well that's good i'm i'm glad you were spared the uh the nipple troubles
0: yeah i'll let you know what happens with this one mm. like it's awful or it's fine but i don't know i've got gumdrop nipples so like <laughs> <laughs> i i think like they have, <laughs> they probably self-lubricate with all the sweat <laughs> that my boobs are producing at the fucking size they are <laughs> <laughs> self-lubricating nipples oh god <laughs> Which is not far from the truth. Because <laughs> apparently, like, um, like, there are some... I was talking to my doctor the other day, and she was saying, like, even... Like, some women, their milk comes in early, and they start leaking through their bras, like, before baby comes. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how do you... What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's just... I don't know.
1: I'm like, Yeah, I, I know, was, was going to ask you about, like, leakage as well, because, like, oh, I've gosh. heard... <laughs> I've heard some some moms recommend literally using a pad, like a period pad, yep. but just in your bra to absorb everything because you just leak.
0: So they do have nipple pads that you can buy, um, and I, I I swear by them. They were amazing, but they expand so much that like if I were to wring it out, it would probably be a quarter of a cup each. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um it, yeah, like I remember being and it's it's weird because my mom told me this exact same story and it happened to her when she was pregnant with me, but I was in the shower and I leaned over to like I don't know wash my toes or something, and just like it was like two streams out of each nipple just, <laughs> like, just <laughs> like un unprovoked, just like no there. <laughs> I'm like oh my god I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little full <laughs> <laughs> <bowl> of milk <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah. Um, other times I've had to use uh, like just a nursing blanket like a receiving blanket just to kind of like catch whatever's coming through other times I've woken up and just like the bed has been soaked It's and it's gross like breast milk is it's gross when it dries because it smells kind of—it's it, sweet when it is there, <laughs> fresh. Like when it's when it's fresh, yeah. But when it's like been sitting for a
1: while and it's hot and yeah, not great. Mm. So on that, have you yeah. ever tasted your own breast milk? Sure have. Okay, I'm not—that doesn't surprise me. What does it taste like? It's actually very sweet. <laughs> Okay, um, I don't know if it's just what I ate that day.
0: I've only tried it once because I was very curious, but um, and the more I, I talk about this, the more I think of like how others must visualize it. <laughs> and I just think it's like a little like fountain. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I don't know. It tastes it tastes sweet, but it doesn't. I don't know. I, there's nothing quite, there's nothing quite like it. I can't, I can't
1: uh, compare it to anything that you would drink, like on the regular. Okay. Has anyone else other than your kid tried your breast milk? No. Really? Even Thomas?
0: No, not that I can think of. Oh. Unless he got some in his mouth by accident. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like I wanted to squirt him with, (laughs) like,
1: a water gun.
0: (laughs) But I feel like that would make him very angry. And he does not get angry easily, so. (laughs) Aw. Just chase him around the house. (laughs) With my milk cans. (laughs) Oh, dear.
1: Uh. Okay. Let's talk labor. Okay. So, you, unfortunately, were in labor for, like what, three frickin' days with Tavish? Oh, yeah, something like that. They
0: tried to induce me three times and it just didn't go well.
1: So tell us all about what labor felt like when it started and how it progressed and how you coped with it and so on. Well, when they induce you,
0: um, there's different methods they can use. Um, but when I finally went into labor, like none of them worked for me, so I don't think it's really relevant, but... When I finally went into labor on my own, it just like so the best way I can describe it is, you know, when you cut your finger or like you bash your knee or something and you feel like it kind of pulse with your heart? Yeah. Like, like you can anticipate the next wave of pain because your heart beat is setting that pace. Mm. Labor is nothing like that. <laughs> there's oh, okay. no Yeah, there's no like rhythm to it. It's just like Really, really painful, and then it just lets go. And then it's really, really painful, and then it just lets go. But there's no, like, cadence to it at all. Not that I could kind of pick out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I wasn't even, like... You you dilate, I think it's... I think it's 8 centimeters, 10 centimeters. Both of my kids are going to be C-sections, so, like... The dilation thing doesn't really apply to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it takes a long time to get to that point. And after three days of labor, I was only, like, four centimeters by the time they were like, okay, we have to cut you open because you're (laughs) going (laughs) to die. So it's, yeah, it's brutal. It feels like your hips are in a vice. Like, that's, in addition to not having, like, a rhythm to the pain, it's just, it's just a lot of pressure and a lot of places that you wouldn't anticipate. It's not, like, a period cramp, it's, like, it's more of like all-encompassing, like it's it's your uterus and your back. At least for mm. me, it was. So it was like it's like somebody had my whole waist and was just like compressing it as hard as they could. Like it was like in my bones, and I remember grinding my teeth and eating gummy bears and uh, an Oreos just to try and take the <laughs> <laughs> and I think I texted you that that day. Yeah. I was like,
1: oh, my diet has been Oreos and gummy bears. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so did you, I, sorry, I don't remember. Did you start labor pains before you were induced or were you too far past your due date or whatever that they induce you first? They induced me first. Oh, okay. So I was, it was my due date.
0: Um, so my original due date, like for Tavish, my, my due date was July 17th. Yeah. And oh yeah, I, that's right. Yeah, and I had an appointment that day. And my blood pressure was high, which is really bad in pregnancy. And they said, "Okay, well we're going to try and induce you cuz like your blood pressure's high and today's your day and you know, you know, we'll see what happens." So they tried to induce me, it didn't work out. They ended up sending me home and nothing happened, nothing happened. I thought, "Okay, with it maybe with a bit of whatever they did to me like things will start moving didn't work i tried three times 10 days later i actually went into labor by myself so he was 10 days late so it was a lot of like go through this like artificial pain that we're going to create for you and then nothing's going to come out of
1: it (laughs) so it was like sick they're sick fucks i know i remember people at work being like because, because you're 10 days in. They're like, what? They're 10 days in? Like, what's that? Like, especially Alex. He was, like, freaking out. They're like, they have to do something. <laughs> oh Get that baby out of her. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. That's terrible. Yeah. So, Mackenzie will be
0: uh, almost 10 days early. Eight days early. My original well, duty well. for her was the 25th. So,
1: Oh, yeah, I had yeah. intended to look up when Paul Bernardo's date was because we, because <laughs> you got your, you got your first, you got your first date, which was like the 18th or something. Yeah. Um, and then, or it was like supposed to be like the 18th or 19th. And then we had that episode where we talked about Paul Bernardo's trial. And I was like, oh, I think it's the 15th or 16th. And you're like, oh, maybe Mac will be born that day. And I was like, oh, we'll see. And then your du- your, your surgery date got changed to the 15th. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd have to change that name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Oh dear. Okay, so as we've mentioned a bunch of times now, uh, labor sucked, and then you had a C-section. Yep. Describe. Describe, describe C-section to us. What I did think, it feel like? What was running through your head? How did it go? I think. I think I.
0: Actually mentioned this in an episode before but I'll do it again because it's always fun to describe getting your stuff ripped open but (laughs) (laughs) um so One of the biggest things that I was worried about going into it was the epidural because someone had told me that you have whatever like some insert random number here percent chance of being paralyzed, I'm like, oh my god, I'm not going to be able to hold my baby, I'm going to be paralyzed after the, try and do, like, after, sorry, after the epidural wears off, like, they just damaged your spine and you're fucked for life, kind of thing. Um, so that, that scared me going in more than, you know, the whole getting cut open part. Uh, so once that happened and it didn't hurt and everything was fine, um, it, it, the weirdest part One of the weirdest parts was, because you can't feel your legs, or your hips, or anything basically below your belly button, they have to lift you from the gurney onto the operating table, and when they do that, they do it kind of like, emergency style, like, on the beach, like, you were on a towel, say, and they had to, like, lift you onto the stretcher.
1: Oh, yeah. So,
0: I felt like I was falling off the table.
1: (laughs) Oh, so god. like my
0: upper body flinched trying to catch myself, and my lower body's just like, nah. <laughs> 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 dead weight. <"Nah." laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, am I gonna fall? And they're like, no, there's six of us. We're gonna catch you if anything. <laughs> <laughs> so Bitch, think,
1: we got you.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, shut up. <laughs> Let's cut that baby out of you. <laughs> so that part was weird. And then when they actually cut me open, it felt literally like being unzipped, like. If you, if you wear a really tight sweater and you can feel the zipper kind of going down, like, lightly over your skin, that's what mm-hmm. it
1: feels like. Oh.
0: Yeah. It's, it's weird. And then when they're trying to get the baby out, it's, it, it feels like they're rifling through you like a purse. Like, it, it feels like, like seven people's hands are in you <laughs> oh, God. trying to get this baby out. So it's it's weird because your whole like you kind of feel your whole body moving, but you don't feel anything else than that. So like it, it was like falling. It was like being asleep in a car almost. Like everything's moving, but I don't really feel anything, and I'm kind of like jostling back and forth, but I have no control over what's happening. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. So it's it's like I guess the equivalent of being eaten alive by zombies. You know that, that scene from The Walking Dead where they tear that guy's stomach open? Yeah. And they're just, like, everybody's grabbing at him and his, his like, shoulders are just kind of, like, shaking. It's like that.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> So psychologically, um, how was that for you?
0: Uh, you know what? I had Thomas in the room with me when that was happening and we just talked the whole time about our honeymoon and about our wedding and... Aw, yeah, it it was fine because he was there. If he wasn't there, I think all I'd be focusing on is like, okay, what's this? What is this feeling? What is this? What are you doing now? <laughs> um, but having him there and talking to him was really a comfort for me because it just took, I was able to focus on him and what he was saying and like relive those moments in our life while they were pulling my son out of me. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a weird silent, like, okay, now we're going to do this. I also, like, I also didn't want to hear what the doctors were saying.
1: Mm, Yeah. I
0: didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to know anything. Because if they said something went wrong, I'd like to be talking about my wedding instead of, like, oh, she's hemorrhaging.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, especially since in, in that scenario, regardless of how much one might want to think that you have some control, like, there's literally nothing you can do anyways. Yeah. Even if something does go wrong. There's nothing you can do. It's all in their hands. Yeah.
0: Well, that's terrifying.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like for me, you you and I are very similar in a lot of ways, but I think I think the little little tick, that little nugget in my brain that makes me a control freak and have those sorts of issues, I don't know how well I would be able to cope with a C section. Oh. like obviously I'd get through it because I wouldn't have a choice and again I'm not in control so d- d- there's nothing I can do about it yeah. but I I think that 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 whole idea I I would not cope well with that at all yeah <laughs> it's I think it's
0: challenging because you have to go through the whole pregnancy like you could put your you can insert yourself in certain parts like you know going under the knife and that's fine to like compartmentalize it there but by that point like psychologically in the pregnancy I was done I was so mm. tired and so sore and so like ready to be done being pregnant that when they said a section I was like okay fine like let's just fuck just you get up. her and done <laughs> I'm just gonna punch this baby in the face and let's go <laughs> um, smack um, my
1: tit and call me mom. I'm ready (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god
0: Yeah um, Yeah, and one of the other things I think I should mention is like when they actually pulled him out like I didn't really feel I don't remember him coming out or feeling him coming out, but what I do remember is my lung capacity just like expanding by like 40% more than it was in the last three months Mm. leading up to that and it was just the best and I think one of the first things I said after they, they got him out on the table and started cleaning and was like oh I can breathe
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god meanwhile like popped up on all kinds of drugs and just like <laughs> I think I asked if it was a boy because I needed to make sure that it was a boy
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and if he had webbed toes like me <laughs>
1: <laughs> those were
0: the, apparently those are the most pressing things um, the other thing with this c section, too, um, is with, with normal labor, um, the baby goes through a bit of stress, <laughs> just a bit. I So through you were going to say go
1: through a vagina. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's
0: a stressful, like, they're being pushed out and they're being yeah. like confined. With this one, like, they could be sleeping when the operation's happening. Oh. Yeah, and they oh. could just not be awake and cry. Like when babies come out, you know, whatever you give them a smack, you get the uh, the fluid out of their lungs, and they start crying. With C sections, they don't cry right away in most cases. So that for me was really scary because it was just like, why isn't he? Why isn't he crying? Aww. Why isn't he crying? And they're just like, it's okay. Like he's just he's just waking up. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, what the fuck? But yeah, he was, I mean, everything was fine. He was like, he was a great baby and he was an easy baby. And that was him coming out was just a normal, it was very, very like regular and standard C-section birth, but scary things involved when you don't know what to expect.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I think this goes, goes for a lot of things in life, but you know, in, in times of that, regardless of how much research and stuff you've done, in, in a quick moment when you're in the thick of it, it's hard not to just think of like all the things you've seen on TV or in movies or whatever and be like, okay, that's the norm. Like, you know, you pull baby out and within half a second, they're crying, for example. Yeah. Uh, just to your point, it's, it's hard not to reference those things quickly and being like, oh God, this isn't normal. This isn't normal. This isn't normal. When, you know, pregnancy and birth goes a billion different ways. I, I hear all sorts of variations. One of my close friends, she's, she's a nurse and she delivers babies every single day and not one delivery is the same. Yep. <clears throat> so um, with that, and I, I already know because, well, you and I are friends, so we know this <laughs> a lot, um, but just to kind of dig into this aspect a little more, more on the psychological side of you and I, before you were pregnant, talked about some of our fears around pregnancy and birthing plans and how, we were scared to have a c-section because we would think that it felt, it w- it would um, diminish the experience or take away from the experience of being a motherhood, that like a vaginal birth is a rite of passage. Yep. Um, talk to me about
0: that. <laughs> um, you know what? I, again, like when I was, when I was in that moment and after being in labor for three days, it was like, I don't give a fuck about any of that. I just... Yeah. I am in so much pain and so like just exhausted and it was an emotional rollercoaster ride. Like when I heard I was going to be induced the first time, I'm like, okay, the baby's coming today. Okay, cool. All right. Let's, let's kind of recalibrate my brain to that. Um, And then it didn't work. And then they tried it two more times and it still didn't work. (laughs) Um, So by the, by the time they said it's a section, I was like, okay, at least I know for sure that it's he's fucking coming to <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, it didn't matter to me by that point because there was a risk that he... Like, the ba- my son could have died because his heart rate started dropping and that's why they decided after the third induction that it was like, no, 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 we have to cut you open is what has to happen so like all of that like pride and like oh I want to be a woman and do it this way and prove some weird <laughs> fact to myself um, it didn't matter mm-hmm. and it shouldn't and I, I think a lot of women go through that a lot of um, there's a lot of guilt I think with, with C-sections but there, there shouldn't be because it is just as hard or harder than going through labor and giving birth naturally because there's a long road of recovery ahead and a lot of emotional weight that comes with it as well.
1: And I think that's true of a lot of, um, parts about pregnancy. I mean, we talked about breastfeeding before, like breastfeeding just does not work out for some people. Yeah. And that's fine, but a lot of people will shame women like, "Oh, you're not breastfeeding, clearly you don't care about your kid and all that kind of shit." It's like, "Well, you know what, you fucker, I tried." Or, "You know what, it's just not for me." Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like it, Yeah, that's one of those I consider myself very lucky to not have had any issues. Like it was he latched, he tried to latch onto my husband. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, tiny little, I mean,
0: little nipples <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> when he first came out he was just like oh okay he started rooting around trying to find his nipples and I was still like coming off the epidural so I was sh- going into shock and like um, shaking and puking and like trying to get my body back to normal and here's this little baby trying to feed off my husband <laughs> and he's like I think you have to take him I'm like, i I'm afraid to hold him because I'm going to rattle his brain <laughs> um but yeah sorry back to the back to the actual point like that's one of that's one of those things that you just you can't insert your opinion where it doesn't belong Mm -hmm. because there's like you said and you put it beautifully like there's a billion different ways that pregnancy can go and not just pregnancy but like after pregnancy you know like who knows what's going to happen to that baby once they're out. Like, SIDS is a very real thing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, infections and not being able to breastfeed, not being able to like have the baby uh, like pass anything. Like, These are very real things that can happen and it's like pregnancy isn't the the or the end of pregnancy or birth, whatever, isn't the end of the road. It keeps going and there's mm-hmm. there's no real end to like the stresses of being a parent, but they do get relatively easier. Yeah. <laughs> the older they get.
1: Yeah, you find yeah, you find some some stability and consistency, whereas obviously the earlier on, the more up for debate the future is.
0: Yeah. I, I think people <laughs> I sound like a hypocrite, and you'll appreciate this, but I think people overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, no, but seriously, like, it's, oh, I get a breastfeed, or if I have a C-section, is it going to be this? It's, like, yeah, you can you can conceptualize anything you want, but really, like, the most important thing at the end of the day is making sure that everybody is staying alive. Yeah. You know, or, like, in the best possible condition that they can be in. If that means, you know, formula feeding, or if that means a C-section, or whatever, then so be it. Mm-hmm. We all make it out to the other side, and that's that's what it's all about, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, jumping back. So, again, you had a C-section, but how did that affect your nether regions? Oh, well. <laughs> Like Not at cause, all, <laughs> well, I mean,'cause you still like you still bleed out and stuff after, oh, oh yeah, 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 okay, oh I, I, you mean like right after, I, like at all anything,
0: oh okay, yeah, so you still you still bleed out, you still like it's called Lokia, so it's still like, it's... <laughs> isn't that Thor's brother, <laughs> that's Loki. <laughs> But it is kind of chaotic when you're still, when you get your period after not having it for nine
1: months. I <laughs> still been... remember while you were pregnant and I'd be like complaining about cramps and you're like, oh, I forgot what that's like. And I'm like, you're due in four months. Your time is fucking coming. Fuck <laughs> like, <talk to> you. <laughs> There's like so much weird resentment towards each other. Oh, no. No, uh, but I, well,
0: we know that I'm an asshole and I
1: was like. I have this box of tampons that I can't use for the next eighteen months. You want it?
0: <laughs> Thanks, bitch. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh, sorry, chair. Uh, with a C-section, you you bleed out, but you don't bleed out as much as with a natural or a vaginal birth, mm. uh, or so I'm told. I I don't know. This is just what I've Heard from my doctor and heard from the internet, so yeah, I'm gonna tread carefully. But yeah, it wasn't too bad. Like I, I think it was six weeks, maybe five, of like consistent flow, and then it was done, and I was good. Oh mm, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can have sex. Like, once you stop bleeding and once your incision's healed, then you can have sex, which is great.
1: <laughs> okay, so why don't we talk about your incision? Okay.
0: What do you want to know? Um, My axe wound.
1: Your axe, your, the other, axe wound. The other
0: um, axe wound. Yes. Oh, I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's the name of our episode, Ax, The Other Axe around. Wound. Um. <laughs> So yeah I mean obviously having a c-section comes with a whole other type of healing and limitations and I unfortunately Sash, fortunately saw you at, at some of your worst moments during that um, which was kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um, no it, it was it was honestly really neat. I, I felt like I was a fly on the wall because I saw I saw you at a point past where visitors should no longer have been there, but I still was. Oh. So I got to see you and Thomas interact and how you talk to each other and that sort of thing. And it was just, it was a very, very raw and very vulnerable. It was just very interesting to see. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, fuck, like what, what does that wound feel like after you're done and, Sew it up, and you're back in your room. Um. Well, you don't feel it for the first day. Well, that's because
0: nice. you're on so many painkillers that it doesn't. It doesn't really affect you, but they try and get you up and walking as soon as possible, so that uh, the blood flow is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get backed up. Uh, the gas can move freely because that—that's those are the things that hurt the most. Like. It feels tight. I remember trying to get out of bed the first time. Because they once they take your catheter, you kind of... You, you have to get up to go to the washroom. You just don't... Oh,
1: you had a catheter. What was that like? I didn't oh, know that.
0: You know what? Um, it was fine because I w- already had the epidural when they put it in. Oh, okay. This time, I don't know if I'm going to be that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but when it came out, uh, it didn't hurt as bad as I thought. But it was really... It was really uncomfortable. It was like, it was like peeing after like a long sex. Happen. Okay, yeah, <laughs>
1: like bladder infection pee.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly that. It and the first, the first pee was like that too, um, made all the more awkward because I had to have a nurse watch me pee so that she could write down on her little piece of paper that I peed. Yeah. Um, but she had to spray me with they call it a Perry bottle and it just looks like a little it looks like a little like water bottle that goalies use (laughs) Um, and she just she filled it with warm water and she kind of had to spray my cooch and kind of stimulate everything to start moving so
1: yeah that's that's the only tip I know from my friend
0: yeah it was it was weird and then when I actually like had to take a shit it was like okay leave me with the bottle leave the room I will leave it in the toilet if you really need to see it but I, I can't You've already seen all of me, so... Yeah. This <laughs> off. Um, but, but back to the incision, like, it just... The skin feels tight because they've taken about a quarter of an inch and folded it in on itself and, and sewed you up. hmm So the flexibility in your skin is kind of gone, like... Um, there's no stretch to it, if, if Thomas were to grab my my hips and like pull uh, it would hurt a lot. Mm. Um, like what? even once it was healed, like the skin just it it shrinks almost. It's like, you know when you have that, that perfect shirt and it's new <laughs> and you put it through the dryer and it just doesn't sit right or as well. Yeah. You have that pair of pants and they're just a little shorter than they were. It's like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God! Your skin oh suit God. went through the dryer. Skin suit.
0: Um, but yeah, and I think one of the hardest things was trying to remember how to stand up straight. Oh, because when
1: I guess your instincts, or you kind of have to like bend forward, like kind of hunch over a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and you've been doing that for the last. Yeah, but yeah. Depending on how how fast you gain weight, Mm. like, during your pregnancy. Like, you're already... Like, your center of gravity is already shifted. Like, your boobs are huge, and your belly's huge, and all of a sudden... Yeah, I guess
1: everything's pulling you forward.
0: Yeah, and then you kind of have to remember how to stand up straight so that, like, the skin can move, and like I said, like you can get gas and blood flow going, but it's just... It's hard. I think the first time getting out of bed was... It was really hard. I don't even know if I was able to do it the first time
1: they told me to get out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, it, yeah, yeah. And what was um, healing and functioning like once you got home?
0: Uh, it was pretty rough. Um, I could go up the stairs. I could drive after two weeks. I probably shouldn't have been, but I could. Um, what What's the concern with driving? The seatbelt? Twisting. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, I mean, the seatbelt, hey, if it were to strain it, it would hurt like hell. Yeah. Um, but, like, backing out of a parking spot, or, like, trying to look in your mirrors, or anything like that. Any, like, severe twist. Even, like, you have a baby in the back seat, or most likely. So. Mm-hmm.
1: To twist and turn and check on them and that yeah, kind of stuff. It, yeah, that
0: was really rough. Also getting in and out. The first car ride, car ride home was awful. Mm Because I had to, like, sit in and, like, pick up my legs to get them in. It's not like I couldn't move them. It was just having that... Yeah, you
1: you couldn't use your core to, like... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was was pretty bad. Uh, And same thing with getting in and out of bed. It was... They tell you in the hospital to lie on your side and push yourself up with your arms. Mm -hmm. And then swing your legs out carefully and then get out of bed. But doing that when you have a newborn crying and you're, you know, a new parent, it's, you want to get up and out of bed as soon as possible. Yeah. So it's like a weird, like,
1: it's like playing. And not thinking straight because you, because you (laughs) get out of bed a certain way for, you know, most of your life or whatever. So at three in the morning, you're going to do what comes natural until it hurts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's true. Pregnancy helps too. I mean, like, again, I keep referencing that, but like, right now I have to, that's how I have to get out of bed because I just oh, fair enough. And so like she she's sideways right now so like it's a bit more uncomfortable than it was with my first pregnancy mm. so I have to take different kinds of movements to get out and move
1: around so my mom was saying that I, I I told her that um your daughter's sideways and she was like oh my god like my sister when my mom was pregnant with my sister she said that she basically was she was just constantly on the move like doing somersaults, and she was sideways. And the doctors would basically massage my mom to put my sister back into position. Oh, um, like manually move the baby. Yeah, while it's still inside my mom, and she's like, "That was worse than labor itself. That was the most painful thing I've ever experienced."
0: And there's only a fifty percent chance of it actually working. Yeah. Which is terrible, because the baby's going to move wherever the baby wants to move. It just depends on how much room they have and how they're feeling that day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's They They offered that to me, and I'm like, well, why? I'm just going to get a C-section anyway, so... No. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't move it around. And I think I remember you telling me that story. I'm like, that sounds really painful. I'm pretty sure that's really painful, but...
1: Yeah. Yeah, no.
0: I'm good. Ugh. Anything and else
1: the wound? <laughs> um, about the wound? No, I don't think so. Unless unless you can think of anything else to share. Um,
0: maybe like, oh, I guess how they stitch you up is interesting, too. Oh, yeah. There's a couple different methods that they can use. I've, again, I'm ta- I feel like I'm talking like I've had like 700 C-sections and I know every little thing. <laughs> <laughs> um... But I had sutures, which are basically dissolvable stitches, which is, I found really great because once it was done, it was, there's nothing else to remove, like staples. Like that, mm-hmm. to me, just the removal of a staple and like the chunk of them actually <laughs> like, going into your skin, just.
1: Uh, yeah, that's upsetting.
0: Yeah, I picked like. Unfortunately, I live in a small town, and there's only, to my knowledge, there's only two doctors that actually perform C sections at the hospital. And I was able to pick the one that I had for my son, so that was really comforting because I know that she only does them. She only does sutures, and she's she's a woman, and I know that that shouldn't matter, but it does. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's just I think that. Knowing that like stitching seems like so almost personal mm. uh, as opposed to like having some kind of tool like force your body together. yeah, but I, I don't know how that affects the scar afterward, but I know just from like having conversations with my surgeon and with my doctor, they cut out the old scar and like just kind of toss it. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, and that's. I was telling Thomas that the other day, and I was like, so what are they going to do with this little furry caterpillar of a scar? Like, <laughs> you just, like, flick it in the garbage, and that's
1: it? Put the it stuff? in the baby book. Oh <laughs> <Ew>, God, no. <laughs> Fuck. That's why I'm up there with people keeping, like, baby teeth and fingernail clippings and hair clippings and. Yeah, my the, mom's got a
0: all whole the clippings. Fucking, like, she's got a whole fucking. Jar thing full of my baby
1: teeth. That's so gross, right?
0: And like, like I'm like, ew, why? It's got like bloody little nubs
1: and stuff. And she's like, oh, it's just, it's just nice to have. I'm like, that's, I I don't. You I have me. Teeth. Why do you need my teeth? I have teeth. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me hold on to the the
0: adult. But I guess I wouldn't want to just throw it out either. Like I felt like that with my son's umbilical cord. Like I was like, oh, I don't want to like toss you. But I don't know where to
1: put you. (laughs) Green bin. Green bin. Oh god! Just eat it, (laughs) (laughs) baby jerky. (laughs) Like I can, I kind of understand baby hair because I don't know. That seems more personal, and baby hair is so different than hair, hair. I don't know. I kind of get baby hair, but like fingernail clippings and stuff, I just, no, I can't, I can't do it. No, fingernails
0: are weird. Yeah. No. Teeth are, yeah, teeth are weird just cause they like, they're not clean and they like look like you're a serial killer.
1: <laughs> I kept a tooth once <laughs> and it was really gross. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just like, don't what happens to teeth because I was like I was all rebellious at six and withholding was like I'm not giving my tooth to the tooth fairy this is my <laughs> tooth so I kept it and I hid it in in this little container under my bed and when I was cleaning out my drawers like a year or so later I found it and it had like cracked into four or five pieces ew. and I was like ew <laughs> gross I'm throwing it out I guess this it makes out. sense
0: because it doesn't have any pulp going to it
1: yeah so it just it just like kind of crumbled a little bit and i was like well that's gross
0: ew (laughs) yeah my mom kept my wisdom teeth like when when i got those yanked out and i'm like why are you you gonna keep those she's like mama jay
1: what's with the teeth (laughs)
0: like yeah like i've kept all your other teeth and i was like what
1: (laughs) and then she showed (laughs) me her
0: little like container of it's like in her jewelry box like she's got this old jewelry box that i remember from like when i was a kid um and I just, she's like, oh yeah, no, it was in there. I had to hide it from you when you were little, so you wouldn't think that the tooth fairy was a lie. <laughs> and I'm like, so are you going to give me money for my wisdom teeth? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like, no, no, I just, I just think I should keep them. I'm like, please throw them out because they had to, they were all impacted and they had to cut them in half. So it's just like. It's like tooth shavings. Like You're not a, pure anymore, yeah. Yeah, like, why does the dentist want me to have this? It's like, don't give it to me. I don't want
1: it. It's like when people um, get their casts cut off and then people elect to keep their casts. It's like, you've Ew. been sweating in that unwashed thing for six months or however yeah. long people have casts for. The like, fucking no, smell. No, don't, don't keep that. That's gross. Ew, man. Don't, don't keep that. Shit! You shouldn't keep. <laughs> Don't hold on to anything. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> oh oh God. Um. Okay, jumping back because I missed something really obvious during pregnancy. Oh. So we talked about libido. Yes. Sex during pregnancy. It's awesome
0: until you get too big that it's not awesome anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's still it,
0: it's still fine. You just have to kind of adjust. Um, Positions so like initially it's This is weird because thomas said it's (laughs) a podcast Initially it's great because like your boobs start getting a little bit bigger and then you feel you feel a lot sexier and then like Once the baby's like out of your pelvis and like your stomach is hard all the time with baby then it's kind of like it, it, it's a little weird when there's that, like, fum fump fump f- motion against mm. a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, there are a million different positions you can take to make that not an issue. But for me, that was... It was kind of like, okay. Okay. it's It's okay. But then, yeah. The other thing, because my mind wanders from time to time when it comes to, like, medical stuff. Um, you're not supposed to lie on your back when you're at a certain point in your pregnancy because there's some artery that the baby can lie on and it restricts blood flow, which is really bad. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you're not supposed to lie on your back. And at this point in,
1: in my pregnancy, I can't anyway because, like, the baby's on my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, I look so- forward to when I'm pregnant and I can be like, Angie... What are all the things that I shouldn't freak out about but will anyways? Just tell me what I need to know.
0: God. I feel like a safer bet would just be like, is this normal? And maybe be like, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, what's that like? <laughs> what's being <It's> friends? <laughs> I don't remember what that's like. <laughs> God. Why are you friends with me? I'm an asshole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh- Oh my god! Um, yeah, I think I think I, as long as you and your partner communicate, like it's really
1: so you
0: find a way to make it work and
1: make it be pleasurable for both of you. <laughs> Somewhat related, yeah. I, and I think I've told you this before. Josh was like, you know, when we have a kid, like I'll be in the room with you and stuff, but I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm not looking at the baby being born. And I was like, okay. He's like, because if I see that fucker. Come out of your vagina. The next time we have six and, sex, I'm just going to be convinced that like a baby arm's going to grab my dick. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly
0: what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's why sex is so enjoyable when you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: a hand god. job and sex at the same time. Oh my god. Oh, that that reminded me of a thing, though,
0: that Thomas actually told me because he was he was in the room and I was getting cut open and he's like, I can't believe how thick your skin was. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, because I'm so tough. He's like, no, like, literally when they cut you open, like, all I could see was layers of skin. <laughs> <And it was laughs> no, like, you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? No, no. Like, I could see everything. It was like two inches of skin. I'm like, oh my God. Ew. And now this time, like, I kind of want to look, but I really don't, because I feel like looking might, like, break my brain. Yeah. So I'm just probably not going to, but I kind of want to, but I don't oh. want to. <laughs> maybe I'll look at somebody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, maybe you just find a gross picture on the internet, and at least you can convince yourself that, like, well, I don't look like that, so it's fine. Yeah, that, that can't possibly be what it's like. Photoshop, Photoshop. (laughs) Did we miss anything? I feel like we covered a lot. I think so.
0: I mean there's the whole like not sleeping thing, but that comes everybody knows about that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Territory.
0: Oh, the first poop is weird. Like the first baby poop, that is. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is I don't know. I guess it's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> but the the first poop is like it's like tar, and it just like he's like a big glob coming out of them. Like normally, like once a baby is like breastfeeding, their poop is actually like it smells sweet, it smells cakey, which is a weird comparison, but it's true. Like it's not as bad. Like people think that newborn babies and their their poop smells
1: terrible, but it's, well, once they're on solids is when it gets bad, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, But yeah, Puree yeah. To spinach and applesauce all the
0: time. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's fermented oh. fruit poop. Yeah, it's delicious. No, um, but yeah, like the first one is like all of their all of the fluid and everything they've been kind of like collecting in the womb has to come out somehow, right? And normally it would go through the umbilical cord, but once they're you know that bond has been severed, there's only one way out. <laughs> And I remember, oh. like, I, I couldn't actually change him for the first couple days because I was bedridden, right? Oh, yeah. So Thomas had that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you had a
1: thing. Yeah, the umbilical cord. So you yeah. talked about, like, when it finally fell off that you were like, oh, I kind of want to keep it. But, like, what, that freaks me out so hard, the umbilical cord. And it just, like, <laughs> shriveling up and, dr- like, I would just want to rip it off, like it's like Ooh. looking at a scab that's half off and you just you want to you want to keep scratching on it
0: no you gotta you gotta let that go you gotta you gotta get over that oh <laughs> uh, you gotta let it dry off and fall off on its own
1: i pop josh's like zits and stuff against his will <laughs> <laughs> that is how my brain works
0: oh no with this you, you can't because like that connection is still there. Like it's still it's still technically an open wound, right? Uh, so it's gotta like it's gotta scab over and it's gotta heal. If they get infected, it's it's actually really bad for the baby. So don't do it, Jenna. Just
1: rip it off and then and then you just put a nursing pad on it. And it, <laughs> it. Call it an axe wound and call it a day. Yeah, exactly. Mother <laughs> mother baby axe wounds. Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's, but honestly, like, it's that kind of stuff where you, you know, you can't, like, you actually can't, but you want to just, like, pick off the thing or take the weird cappy thing off or the circumcision and, like, that sort of shit. Like, that oh. I'm going to have to, it'll test my self-control so hard.
0: Yeah. That,
1: see, that was, I don't
0: know. You and I are different in that respect. Because I was like, okay, I'm not supposed to touch it? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, But like when he had baby acne, like it's just like a little, a bunch of little whiteheads on his nose. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. All I want to do is run my fingers down your face and pop them off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. I don't know. the yeah, the, the umbilical cord and the circumcision stuff was just like, Oh, okay.
1: My heart is actually beating faster thinking about
0: this. Oh my god. I'm breathing so
1: heavily. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I just...
0: I need the umbilical cord off
1: now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not supposed to be there! (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Oh god.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't fuck with that shit, man. (laughs) <laughs> my son actually um like he held on to his for a long time like nor- longer than normal i think it's i think it's supposed to be a week or so maybe two but he had it for like i don't know he had it for an extra couple of days past when they expected it to fall off and my doctor's like oh he just likes to hold on to things and i was like what the fuck
1: <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Well, he's and not I, keeping his baby teeth. That's for damn sure. This will this will drive you crazy because <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
0: once it starts to to break off, it's not just like a solid like meh. it it peels off bit by bit. No. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no. Yeah,
0: so it's like at least at least his did. So it was like you know like three quarters, half, one quarter.
1: <laughs> oh my god! No, it's gosh. like.
0: Okay, and I, I kept, like, I don't know, I, it's up for debate if you're supposed to do this or not, but um, I kept putting alcohol around it to try and dry mm-hmm. it out, get
1: it to fall off. Gotcha. Like,
0: once it was at that point where it started to peel off by itself. <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> for some reason, my, like, dog owner brain and pre-mom brain just combined. I'm like, aren't you afraid he's going to lick his stomach? Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, babies, babies don't do that nope no they do not oh god um i we also missed another very obvious part of pregnancy oh is other people getting all up in your business oh my god i want to touch the baby yeah let me feel Uh, your stomach no (laughs) i
0: you know what i didn't have that with strangers I, it was really bad with my first pregnancy and like, because it was the first baby on both both sides, like everybody was like,
1: oh sorry a belly? Blah,
0: blah, blah. can I ah! I just get in there, but it was like the approach was weird, because it was like a creepy, like, wiggly <laughs> fingers like, slow I'm gonna get you kind of thing. <laughs> like, the way you would chase a two-year-old is the way people were trying to chase my baby in my belly. Uh, <laughs> but it I don't know, it was, I, my mom's really good at asking permission, because I, like, and I'm also very open with her, like, I really don't, I really don't want you to fucking touch me. (laughs) And she'd be like, can I just touch your belly? And I'd be like, yeah, okay, like, thank you for asking, and it was so important for me to be like, asking is very important to me, so just thank you instead of people just coming up to me and being like
1: oh my god there's a baby, baby. it's just like there's this weird in and, and you see it like i've seen it on my other friends and family who have been pregnant and stuff it's like as soon as you have a baby bump it's like that your your belly is no longer part of you it's just like up for grabs yeah which is and, and, and weird because like so much entitlement that comes with it it's just like oh, you're pregnant? Let me touch your stomach right away. It's like, if I wasn't pregnant, you would never do that. I am like a fucking cat. You don't touch my stomach,
0: I will kick you. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the weirdest, like, with my first one, I kind of, I backed off really quick because there was just so much going on. He was unexpected. Like, we just got married. We just bought a house. Like, there's a lot of things happening that it was just like, okay, whatever. Like, maybe if I just do this, it'll be over quickly and I don't have to worry about it. Close
1: your eyes and think of England
0: that's right (laughs) um but the weirdest part for me was when they'd grab low like oh yeah like you know like there's a safe zone right like yeah like wherever my belly button is that's probably the safest place for you to grab but it was like if it was too high they'd touch my boobs and if it was too low they'd like get so close to my snatch that i'd be like okay okay are we we gonna buy me dinner first
1: or like what <laughs> I guess people assume that like lower is where the baby actually is because gravity
0: yeah I I know but
1: don't I'm not I'm not saying it's right but I'm saying like that's probably where why yeah. aim it, low
0: that makes sense I just don't Like, you can probably feel the heat coming off of my vagina because I'm sweating all (laughs) over the place. Not because I'm turned on, just because I'm, like, everything is hot and sticky and terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Being touched, like, ask. Just ask someone. Like, I think the closest you and I ever got to that was, like, oh my god, she's moving, look! (laughs) And you're, like, ugh!
1: (laughs) like stop breathing i can't see her <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know i i also find and i think you and i are the same at this um i find it weird to even ask to touch someone's belly like i wouldn't if you were pregnant i wouldn't be like can i touch it i'd be <laughs> like oh okay i don't know i just, i think it
1: keeps... i think it would be different like obviously with your you know your significant other your partner or if it's like one of the first times that they're kicking, whoever you're with, like, if whoever if my kid was kicking for the first time, like, and I was with you, I'd be like, oh, my God, you have to feel this. Like, just just for the sake of sharing it with someone. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like, fill my belly. <laughs> Touch me. Butter me up. It just feels like me, but fatter. <laughs> Rub your face in my belly.
0: <laughs> Crack an egg on it. Uh, no, That's I... What- I actually love when when Thomas does it because like I don't know it's just, that's that's your dad and that's yeah he's dad and that's just nice that you know we have that that moment uh, and same with my son like he he's kind of freaked out though and I I can appreciate it because I remember as a kid like if one of my mom's friends was pregnant she'd be like oh touch your belly I'd be like no <laughs> I I don't this this feels wrong like something. <laughs> There should be a cop here, cause this doesn't feel <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. Like if this is Oh it was just such a weird experience like as a kid being like I no no I'm okay. Oh no sweetie, it's okay. No no I really I really don't want to. Oh it's fine. No, 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 because I'm gonna touch that baby and somehow it's gonna go blind because I poked <laughs> it in the
1: eye. <laughs> Walking oh. around punching pregnant women in the stomach. <laughs> right? Your tiny little Angie fists. Oh my god. <laughs> so does does he understand that like he'll have a little sister? Nope. No? No, no, con- no concept of time or that like there will be because like I know he understands that there's a baby in your belly.
0: Yeah that's about as far as it goes.
1: So he doesn't understand that there's going to be a baby in, in real life? Uh,
0: no I mean he's I've set up her room already and he's kind of helped me do some stuff in there, and I'm talking him through it as we're doing it. But I don't think he'll really get it until he you're going to bring
1: her. her home, and then he's going to be like, "Kitty," <laughs>
0: <laughs> like he he knows what babies are. He'll point them out if we're watching a YouTube video, if we're watching a movie or something. He'll be like, "Oh, look, mommy, a baby!" And I'm like, "Oh, that's a baby. You're going to have a baby here." Blah blah blah. Um, I think once it's established that she's like permit she's <laughs> not just the temp um, then I think it'll set in but there I don't think there's any way to really get through to a two-year old that you know yeah you're not the only one anymore kind of thing which is sad in its own way like I, I I've struggled with that a bit but I don't know I think once she's here it'll be it'll be fun.
1: yeah. And I think I think seeing him interact with her is going to be, like, magical. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just it's hard to visualize what that'll look like because I, 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 close my eyes and I can see his face, but I can't picture her. Mm-hmm. I just I just see a little a little him when I try to picture her. So it's yeah, yeah. It, it's just not that connection isn't there yet. So it's it's weird to think of anything like personal with her other than the fact that, you know, she's inside me right now. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Aww. I have some fun facts for you. Okay. Dig them up. Um sorry if that's all the questions yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you had. I just thought I would creep you out with some stuff that I found off the internet.
1: Yep, stuff please.
0: that I, <laughs> I verified. So um <laughs> knowing your, your hatred of all things, swarms.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Um, I've told you this already, but... Oh, I already know what the, where this is... Oh, my God. I told Josh this, and he didn't believe me. He thought I was yeah. trying to be funny. So
0: when you have a daughter, she is born with all the eggs <sighs> she'll ever have in her life. So, like, yes. you're not only carrying your eggs, but you're carrying her eggs and her daughter's eggs.
1: You're carrying... Your next like two generations—that's so gross.
0: And like that gr- gross spider on that video where all the babies ah, are on her back, only they're ah, endemiscuous. Ah, <laughs> sorry, ah, but I had to. <laughs> so I had gross. To take,
1: like, take the spotlight off myself. <laughs> so freaking gross. Yeah. So I told Josh that because it's like, oh my god, Angie told me this today, and like I knew that as a fact in the back of my head, but it just knowing that that's your situation right now just made it real and concrete in my head (laughs) oh my god and he thought i was trying to be funny or something and he basically alluded to the fact that like no you produce one egg a month like you produce it and then you have a period and it's gone and then you cook up another one and i'm like no no (laughs) i currently have all the potential children that we will ever have (laughs) Biologically inside me right now. He was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yes." It was a whole sex education for him, which was fun. Oh god. Yeah, that's so gross. I can't. I can't. I I can barely deal deal with my own eggs. I just that's hard enough for me. <laughs> There's enough
0: eggs in this basket, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Um. Oh, where was this one? So apparently, uh, amniotic fluid is mostly sterile urine because the baby's... Peeing out. Inhaling. Peeing out. Inhaling. Drinking. Gross. Yeah, pretty gross. Um, Babies are gross. They are not... (laughs) Get a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nipple stimulation... Uh, can actually bring on labor.
1: I've which heard feel, that.
0: Uh, yeah, it's 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 a real thing. Um, I mean, I say it's real because my doctor told me so. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just remember trying that with my son and being like sitting like sitting on <laughs> sitting on a yoga ball and just like. <laughs> tweaking my nipples being like this is this is weird like is this weird this is weird I'm for me
1: currently <laughs> picturing that scene in austin power is when fat bastard is like do you think i'm sexy and he's oh, like rubbing my. his giant man nipples yes exactly that that's what i'm picturing except you're just like kind of bouncing up and down on the yoga ball <laughs> yeah 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 um so we know that our
0: uh, our uterus, our, our uteri, <laughs>
1: <laughs> our collective uteri,
0: our collective uteri expand, uh, when you're pregnant. But apparently like the number is 500 times. Oh my God. Jesus. I, know. I, I know.
1: didn't know that. I assumed it would be like 15 times or something. No, no. Apparently it's 500 times. Well, you have even just seen like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like those plastic anatomically correct model things of a uterus after it's shed its lining, like after your period's done, and one that's like hasn't quite started its period first, so it's like full of blood and stuff. The oh. size difference is super gross, so I can't even imagine. Oh god, baby. baby. And then like placenta and all that. And they're babies' babies, yeah. Ugh, and they're eggs. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, that, that's
0: all I really have. There's some other ones on that site that i was looking at but not as i don't know if they're proven so mm, gotcha <laughs> these are just ones that i verified by doctor
1: <laughs> well yeah. also there's all all sorts of weird stuff one of the questions i ended up asking my nurse friend she's she's pretty conservative so like it's not like as if you were a nurse and i could just ask you anything under the moon and it would be fine she's very conservative but she's also a nurse so i ended up just gathering courage and i was like is it true that you shit the bed when you have a baby? (laughs) That's literally all I think about. I'm like, okay, you know, lots of women survive the pain and stuff, but am I going to shit the bed? Is my baby going to be covered in poop? And she was like, oh my God, no. (laughs) She's like, yes, you poop, but it's not like you just lose control over your bowels. She's like, it can happen, especially if you have an epidural or whatever, if you can't, like, control that anymore and you're trying to push and you end up pooping instead but she's like usually it's just the the baby's head like when you have um a vaginal birth like the baby's head will just press on obviously like the very bottom of your rectum and just like push a little bit out she's like it's it's really not that big a deal and I was like okay I was picturing like shit storm she's like no no no, no.
0: <laughs> I just feel like the smell would be like oh no I'm sorry oh, <laughs> what have
1: I done <laughs> I made a. Oh no, <laughs> I made a poop <laughs> Did you smell anything during your c-section? Like It just made me think of like the smell of your inside organs Um Iodine but that's about it Oh okay fair enough Yeah that probably overpowered most things
0: Yeah uh, honestly though I was so Congested and I, I mean You can probably hear my voice now but like Because my lungs are so packed up um, because there's so much blood flow going down instead of like to my brain or to my <laughs> <brain>. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I remember being really stuffed up in the hospital and just being like, oh my god, I can't, I can't breathe. So I couldn't really smell anything, but I do remember like that like bitter iodine smell. Mm. And like something going across my stomach, and then something going back across my stomach, and then that was probably when they cut me open. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) Other than that, (laughs) I don't. I don't remember much. Probably just my own breath.
1: (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. No problem. Appreciate your first-hand insights. Yeah. No, it's it's. I had to dig deep on some of those because I, just. Well, I really want. I really wanted to do this episode because I feel like as much as like, yeah, you have your mom and stuff. You still, or at least a lot of people, like you can't ask your mom, like, am I going to shit the bed? Like, there's just so many little questions where you're like, I'm scared to ask this either because part of me knows that it's crazy that I'm thinking about it, or they're going to think I'm stupid, or like whatever. So, yeah, we're all about we're all about airing your. Dirty, labor poop, laundry all over the place. So <laughs> your dirty nipple pads, <laughs> <laughs> your old umbilical cords, and baby teeth. Oh gosh, shaking Jesus. them all over the room.
0: Humans are so gross,
1: right? Just make a rattle out of them. Exactly, <laughs> baby's <laughs> first rattle. Oh my god, mom, I need my teeth. <laughs> Ew. Oh, oh gross.
0: god. <laughs>
1: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew.
0: Ew. Wow. Gross. Yeah. Um, um let us know your weird pregnancy stories or experiences or, or like questions. Or questions. Yeah. I mean I I don't know. I'll try my best to answer them, but if not, we'll make up some shit and send it back to you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or we'll least, yeah, we'll at least talk about it and ponder.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys knew, but Jenna's a doctor, so
1: I am, I am a doctor.
0: <laughs> so I mean, she she's just humoring me by asking me these questions.
1: <laughs> I just think it's important that Angie feels good about herself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's important that, <laughs> that women can express themselves through having babies.
0: <laughs> <and getting laughs> oh, God. But yeah, Babies no seriously, like artwork
1: to us. that you can't put on the fridge.
0: <laughs> Ew. Oh, it's a, something about a Rorschach. Ad, <laughs> something.
1: Your placenta is just one giant Rorschach test for life.
0: Oh god,
1: gross! You just throw it against the wall, and that's your future. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so that reminds me, my co-worker my cube made it work she has a cousin who is married to some crazy bitch who is yes I'm judging hard she is like super holistic and naturalist to the extreme like the extreme she pretty much ate everything that had to do with her pregnancy raw and in tablet form like her placenta and the umbilical cord and like all that kind of shit
0: <laughs>
1: and she took her placenta so she She ate her first placenta um, pretty quickly, like, for her first kid. And then for the second kid, her daughter was, like, five when she had her son or daughter. I'm not too sure. It was one of those floofy gender uh, ambiguous names, so I'm really not sure. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So she took her placenta home. And she has pictures on her Instagram of, like, her daughter playing with the placenta and using it like a stamp.
0: Ew. On artwork,
1: so oh! Like, I
0: remember you showing me pictures.
1: Yeah, so like the blood and the juice is absorbed into the paper, and she's like making butterfly art, and like she'll like sp- like stamp, splat the placenta on a piece of paper, and then like draw on it. And <sighs> God, it's not finger paint. Bro. Yeah, like
0: yeah. you know, it's fine if that's what you want to do. Cool, like no judgment. But, like, don't make it everybody else's business. Like, why does it have to, I don't know. It's just, too... I don't know. I wouldn't even know how to start, like, <laughs> how does that conversation go with your doctor? Like, oh, can I just, hey, can I get a doggy bag for that? <laughs> can I get this to
1: go? Yeah,
0: like, can like can I just get a container? Or, like, I'll just scoop it
1: out myself. Like, ew. I'm, like,
0: dehydrating it, like, in pill form.
1: Yeah. So she dehydrated the first one and ate it in tablets, and the second one, after her daughter was done playing with it, uh, she cooked it and ate it.
0: That's so American Horror Story, though. Yes, it is. Like, you know, like, that's fine, and you know what, I would honestly be open to the idea of that. I just, the process would bother me. No,
1: no, I couldn't do it.
0: But I wouldn't, uh... I wouldn't want anybody else to prepare it but I also don't want to do it myself so I'm kind of like at a standstill <laughs> like I, yeah. sure I'll eat my own placenta like a cat but <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I, I'm also okay just not having
1: it <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah also don't play with your food yeah don't play with your body <laughs> <laughs> don't play with your innards right
0: unless it's your child is yes. that really,
1: was that considered an innard then? No, hmm. well, more like a renter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: squatters, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, my squatter.
1: god!
0: Wow. Uh, Have you eaten
1: your placenta,
0: people, listeners,
1: not Jenna? <laughs> I thought you were asking me for a second. I was like, oh, no, I
0: realized how, like, no. <laughs> pointed that sounded. No, no, I want to know, like, if you've actually eaten one, like, let us know, because... If it's a pill, you wouldn't know what it tasted like. But if you've actually cooked it and eaten it, like, I want to know, do you season it? Do you just eat it raw? Do you
1: just, like... Do you make a sandwich? Yeah. Do you eat it all at once? What kind of
0: accoutrement goes with that? Can you put it in a crock pot? Do you just slice it up on, a, like, a charcuterie board with some nice cheeses and crackers? Some jams? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you, like, dry it? Like, Put it on the barbie. Smoke? I really want to know how do
1: you <laughs> what's your favorite placenta recipe? I'm just picturing like Gordon Ramsay in the hospital now being like it's raw and, like, <laughs> yelling at the nurses <laughs> oh my god oh, oh I, would no. let, I would definitely like Gordon Ramsay deliver my baby <laughs> push you fucking donkey <laughs> <laughs> no I feel like he'd be really sweet Oh, he'd, like, kiss your head and call you my darling? Yeah, like, he would, like, get tough, but nicely tough, like a dad kind of tough, when, like, he's like, okay, I need you to listen, I need you to focus with me. But he'd also be, like, super sweet and considerate. Oh, Like, oh, you're doing great, you're doing great. Oh, Gordon Ramsay.
0: <laughs> also, when you get a chance, um, look up placenta recipes on Pinterest, because there's <laughs> okay. way more than there should be. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's a lot more common than I think it is.
0: I don't think so. I honestly... It's just one
1: person writing a lot of recipes. (sighs) It's
0: all the same site. Um, (laughs) Placenta spaghetti bolognese. Um, Placenta smoothies. Placenta truffles. Placenta (laughs) I don't
1: know why Pancakes. truffles is funnier.
0: Uh, Funnier than placenta pancakes? Because, I mean... (sighs) God, we could talk about this forever. Yeah, let us know if you've eaten your placenta. We want to know. Yeah, let us know if you've eaten your baby.
1: <laughs> Are you a dingo? Are you a dingo? Call us today.
0: <laughs> we're we're Maury's auxiliary line.
1: <laughs> we get all the rejects. We're the Mori that didn't make it.
0: That's right. Well, we no, we get all the like non-daddy drama. We just get the weird shit that they're like, "Oh, we can't put this on public television." (laughs) Oh Oh, dear.
1: All right. Um. So this will probably we mentioned it last week, but this will probably be the weird episode where after this we're not too sure what's happening. We are still committed to the podcast, but as we've said a billion times, Angie just had her baby potentially yesterday or a couple days ago. (laughs) So, um, give us give us a fucking break. Yeah, get off our backs! Get off, off our backs! We just had a baby. Cut God, like cut the cord already, Jesus! <laughs> Rip off your shriveled up cord already and move on.
0: Give your baby teeth a rattle and
1: go to bed. <laughs> oh dear! Oh my God! Uh, um, so, but until then, you can subscribe and listen to old episodes. Everything's on Google Play or iTunes or Podbean. Um, we're on the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. We, we
0: twit. We don't twit. No, we don't. <laughs> we ask questions that probably don't get answered on Twitter. <laughs> okay.
1: We'll, Good. we'll just post some recipes. Let's post some placenta Ooh. recipes. Finally, we have a reason to join Pinterest.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. What, the DIY coffin wasn't enough? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I gotta stop looking at this. This is making me placenta pudding. Oh. Ew! Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright. <laughs> Good. Good.